All right, boxing fans, let's go ahead and do the coverage that happened last night. I was not going to stay up till like late hours. I refused, so I checked it out this morning. Of course, Bumbanga versus Romer Angulo. And Bumbanga, at least on the judges' cards, it was a pretty much a wash. It was a 10-round fight, and the judges uh, I pretty much gave Angulo like one round. Listen, I watched the fight, and I you just heard me call him Bumbanga. I'm calling him Bumbanga because I, I'm not going to call him Bumlanga because that's calling him a bum, and I've never said he's a bum. I don't think he's a bum. I think he's sparking bums, and that presence and the marketing and the hype is what has caused people to now be disappointed in his performance against Steve Rolls, his performance against Co-Series, and now his performance against Romer Angulo because despite the judges saying that Angulo only won one round, and I can see why they said that, the truth is that Bumbanga did not look anything like he's been hyped. See, this is where I think the media and some forums online are getting it wrong. Fat Joe was interviewed after the fight. He said, I was completely satisfied with what I saw. And people thought Fat Joe sold out. I want to break something down. I watch this now. And I, what I saw is that somebody told this guy, just box smart because Angulo's dangerous. Like when I looked at the style of what Bumbanga was doing, he purposely was not engaging because he didn't want to get sparked out or dropped or in any way damaged because of some risk that they presented. Angulo's a tough fighter. He's strong. He has power. So I'm, I saw that he was boxing because he didn't want to get caught with something. Then there was the bite that happened, and that was out of frustration, obvious frustration, because Angulo kept the high guard the vast majority of the fight coming in, and his you could see his strategy was basically just to get inside and do some work, and Bumbanga was doing everything he could to keep Angulo off him, and I think the fans, you could tell that there were points in the fight where the fans wanted Bumbanga to just go and engage and just go to war. If I go and I look at Errol Spence versus Jordanius Ugas, for example, Jordanius Ugas is using the jab. He's basically keeping Spence off him with the jab. Then we saw the pointless sequence where Spence loses his mouthpiece, turns and looks and eats a two-piece and gets wobbled against the ropes. After that sequence, Spence just said, screw it, and just went to war and just started beating the body like crazy. Even though he was taking some shots, he just was attacking the body and then eventually got the doctor stoppage. When With what we saw with Bumbanga, it was like the fans were expecting him to do something like that. The fans were expecting him to, at some point, step it up and get this guy out of there because he was expected to. I think the reason that Fat Joe said, you know, I'm satisfied is because stylistically, we're talking in terms of his strategy. If I ignore the hype, right, if I ignore all the hype, the media hype, the, the 16 knockouts in the first round, whatever, if I ignore all that, if that didn't exist, what you saw here was he did a decently good job, not a great job, a decently good job against a dangerous veteran. That's what that was in this fight against Angulo. It was not a great performance because the hype now comes back into play. The hype was presented, and unfortunately, whether that was a bad trainer or whether it was ESPN or who, whatever, somebody along the road told the guy, Yep, you're a knockout artist. Go ahead and spark him out there, and then we're going to put the pitch, and then Fat Joe comes in. Da, 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 da. Instead of somebody setting him down and saying, first, we got to get you some fundamentals. It goes back to something Sean Porter said once on the Porterway podcast, great recommended show, by the way, where he said, like, when his dad, guys will come into the gym and have him shadow box in front of a mirror, and then the dad will say, okay, we're going back to the basic fundamentals and just start from scratch. 
it feels like with Bombanga, what they're trying to do with him is actually good in the sense that they're trying to give him some experience learning how to box. The bad is that he's so far in now, having had so many fights, having had fights at an upper level, that he's kind of learning on the job, as I see. And that's dangerous because if he tries to step up, this ain't going to work for him because he's so far behind in the style. He actually has a decent jab. He actually has a very good jab. He snaps it out there really well. But what I see he lacks is the follow-up, right? You're supposed to use the jab, as Teddy Atlas would say, the jab sets the table so that you can eat with whatever shots. He doesn't do the eating. <laughs> he sets the table and then the food spoils. And so his opponent makes an adjustment and then he doesn't know how to deal with it. So what I see, and I'm giving my opinion here, is that Bombenga is learning on the job now. And that's dangerous because he's so far behind. This is stuff he should have been doing earlier, much earlier. Like if we go back to the whole 16 knockouts or whatever, it's okay to have gotten some knockouts early in the career that happens. But I think it should have been like five first round knockouts. Then I would have just presented to the public while he's still prospect. Look, I now have proven to you I can get guys out of there. Now it's time for me to step up my boxing game, learn a different craft, get some style behind me so I know what to do. I saw that he was a little bit more, not a lot more, but a little bit more defensively smart in keeping himself safe. He ate some shots, but they were never to the point like the Co-Series fight. Seemed like he just was learning on the job. It seemed like he's trying to change the craft to a different style of fighter. I think this would have been this would have gone over better if he had done the same thing he did here, but at some point in like round nine, let's say, he actually engaged and got the guy out of there like we suspect he could have because Angulo did gas at points because he's older. If he had just engaged and took him out, I don't think it would have been a problem. I think where it got off the rails is that it felt like he just, he never pulled the trigger. He never went the last step. And then certain of the fans got really frustrated. I heard Tim Bradley was going off on it. That part was cut off the video I saw. But to me, from my lens, it feels like somebody talked to him and said, this is what we need to do to try to make these adjustments, try to get you better on track. And he's learning on the job, which I think is dangerous. But maybe he just says, you know what? This is now, let's do a slight step up. Let's get a little bit more experience. Let's get some rounds in the books with this new style. Let's not take anything risky. Unfortunately, he is saddled with the height that ESPN and places like NSB and other places have given him where they told him and they've set this narrative around him that the knockout is going to happen every single time. And him talking about he could beat Canelo and all this stuff. Like if I go back, right, to early day Floyd Mayweather, I'm talking early day. This is like Angel Man Freedy era. Floyd would go up on the on the audio with the interview and he would say, there are guys I'd like to fight. I want to test myself. I would like to eventually fight Miguel Cotto. I'd eventually like to fight Marquez. I'd eventually like to fight Pacquiao. I'd eventually like to fight Mosley. He would eventually fight these guys. But he had called it out long before he ever got those fights. The vast majority of them, all but one, refused to fight Floyd at the time. But Floyd just kept doing what he was doing. He just kept fighting guys left and right. Floyd, early day, though, he was never actively going for a knockout. He basically would just outbox you, and he would hit you. Trust me. He would hit you and make you honest and make you respect him. And in some cases, if it was somebody that, like, pissed him off or he felt like he was disrespected, he would go after you like Corrales and Gaddy and those but in most cases, he was just there boxing, boxing smart, showing his skill, proving who he was. Reminds me of Jesus Chavez, El Matador. 
Floyd's out there. He's just boxing and trying to keep the guy off him. Jesus Chavez won't stop. He just keeps coming. And then eventually Floyd just says, you know what? Screw it. And it starts walking the guy down and landing at will and then makes Chavez quit. My point is, is that Floyd had that evolution that he had to go through, which was, I'm just going to show my skill, show that I can adapt to any style, show that I can beat anybody, and I'll work my way up until I am that top guy. And then eventually gets the fight with Oscar De La Hoya and the rest is history. So I just think that the path that Bumbanga has taken was not smart in the way that he was presented up front, which was he's just going to get the knockout up front, and that is what it is, and he never learned the fundamentals coming up like he needed to, and I think that's harmed him. If I go back then to Canelo, and I'll wrap this up, with Canelo Alvarez, Canelo Alvarez, when he was very young, he had a lot of knockouts, and he had all this stuff. Then he meets Jose Cotto. Jose Cotto wobbles Canelo, which is kind of a wake-up call that Canelo has some fundamental issues in his defense. Those issues in the defense were exploited by Floyd later. So Canelo then improved his game over time. However, many of those fundamental defensive gaps have always been there and have never been resolved, truly resolved. Canelo just changed his style a little bit to up his aggression to some degree and try to improve some of his defensive but the defensive issues have always still been there, which is if he has somebody who's overly aggressive, who's more busier, right? He doesn't seem to be able to handle it nearly as well as somebody who's passive against him. If it's somebody is passive against him, he easily takes him out. If it's somebody that's aggressive on him, he doesn't seem to be able to adjust either quick enough or effective enough to be able to deal with it. With Bombanga, it's different though. With Bombanga, he actually does do well with guys that come after him, but he doesn't know how to deal with it when the guy is when the guy is walking him down, for example. It seems like he's too busy thinking about how to keep himself upright and not thinking enough about how to stop the guy. Tim Bradley in the broadcast was talking about, well, if you got this, you know, Bombanga's doing a great job of constantly moving and then Angulo's not able to cut off the ring effectively. Uh, okay, but the thing is, you presented this Bumbanga as somebody who's going to get this guy out of there. So if all Angulo's doing is walking forward aimlessly, that means Bumbanga damn sure should have been able to knock this guy out, set a trap, and get him out of there off one shot, just like Wilder did against Breezy, just like other fighters have done, that you set a trap and they're just walking forward into you. We just saw this with Dubois and Trevor Bryant. If they're just walking forward to you, set a trap and take them out. And when you have fighters that do that, and then you have Bombanga that doesn't seem inclined to, after you've hyped him as that's what he does, I think you just harmed him. In my opinion, folks, the fact that he got the win is obviously good for him. If he's able to ignore the noise, because there's going to be a lot of noise around this outcome, I think he'll be okay. I actually think he'll be okay. But he's got a lot of learning to do. And if he's learning on the job like I think he is, he's got a long way to go because he's gone so long without these fundamentals. And I'm not sure who you match him with that's going to help him with the development he needs that's not going to be too dangerous, but dangerous enough to be a test. Like, it's almost like he's prospecting it. He's got to have sufficient tests to build up more confidence to where he learns at some point, use what you're trying to do now, get more effective at this, but then be able to set a trap at some point. Maybe you set him against somebody like Caleb Plant, perhaps. That might be a good stylistic test because if you can deal with somebody like Caleb Plant, that would tell us that, okay, what he's doing is what, what Leister says, which is he's learning on the job, 
and he's going to get to a point. Saunders, maybe, you know, some of these guys that are not overly aggressive, they're not going to truly engage, but they do make mistakes. They leave themselves open for things. Maybe that's the best test. Next test for Bombanga is somebody that's not, they're dangerous in skill, but they're not dangerous in power, if that makes sense. Because if you have somebody that's dangerous in power, but not skill, that's not going to work with Bombanga's tentative style. You're going to stink the joint out. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, in my opinion, it, it's almost like ripping the bandage off. We either have to expose him 100% and somebody's got to completely outbox him to show that he wasn't what he thought he was, or we got to give him somebody that he's able to make that adjustment and set a trap and take the guy out. That's what I see. In any event, Bumbanga gets the win. The judges claim that it's nine rounds to one. That's not the fight I saw. Um, I did see that he won, Bumbanga, but I didn't see this complete wash. It felt like he might have won by one or two rounds, perhaps. I didn't see that he won all but one round. That feels extreme to me, but I understand why they felt that way because ultimately he was dictating the pace, was Bumbanga. He was the one that was controlling the pace of the fight. He was the ring general overall, and at very infrequent moments was Bumbanga in any trouble. It was a very difficult fight to score at points. I think Angulo did the best he could. The problem with Angulo is that if he had just upped his aggression, he might have gotten an absolute upset win, um, but he never up, up, upped his aggression. Whether that was because he was afraid of the power or because he was trained not to engage, whatever that reason, it felt like Angulo just needed to do a little bit more and he would have taken this guy Bumbanga out from my eyes Despite the fact Bumbanga had better defense, there were times he was getting caught. And I think just more activity would have enticed Bumbanga to start throwing and engage. And in that exchange, I'm not sure Bumbanga would have survived. In any event, kudos to him for at least getting another win, although he went the distance again, like with Steve Rolls. I will say to my eyes, it was a better performance here than it was against Steve Rolls, but that's because Steve Rolls... Steve Rolls was pretty much on counterattack mode, whereas Angulo was more come forward, throw. So Angulo felt like he was positioned as a better presentation, like from Styles for Bombanga and whatever this new style that he's trying to adopt. It felt like just visually it was a better fight. I did not see that Bombanga looked like absolute crap. It's what people are resonating with is the hype behind the dude. They hyped him so dang much that now every time he goes in there, they're going to expect a knockout from him, which has simply hurt him because that was not the right way to raise him. He's not had rounds of experience, folks. He's not had enough rounds in the books. And no, you can't get it in just in the gym. You've got to be in front of a crowd. You've got to learn how to deal with the crowd noise. You've got to learn how to deal with the time. you got to learn how to deal with the ref. you got to learn how to deal with different styles that are active danger that's testing you and pushing you to do something. He needed rounds inside the ring. He's just now getting it. That's my point. And I'm not defending him. I'm saying that whoever's training him probably has told him what I just said. You got to get some rounds and we got to change your style and we got to develop you now pretty much from scratch and build up. Question is whether it's too late. I can't say at this point. We're going to have to see what his next fight is. For me, I would match him against somebody that's not a powerful puncher, but tends to make mistakes. And then I would see if he's able to do the using the jab like he was doing effectively and then set a trap and get the guy out of there style and then just collect some rounds, build up some rounds in the books, 
and get better over time. And then we'll see. We'll see where he goes from here.